Yeah, yeah, check one, two, check one, two. Is this mic on? Is this mic on? Hey, listen, man. It's the one and only trendsetter DJ Sense, and you're listening to Cocktails. Dirty Discussions with Kiki and Medina Monroe. Yeah. Okie doke. Today's cocktail is called Sideways Sex. The ingredients you need are pineapple juice, Tito's vodka, some ice, and a splash of strawberry lemonade. So how you're going to make this is it's very easy. You're going to grab a cocktail shaker, put in your ice, a couple shots of Tito's, <laughs> a little bit of pineapple juice, a splash of strawberry, shake it up, and then pour the whole thing into a cocktail glass and enjoy sideways sex. Do you like sideways sex in real life? I do. That's why I smiled. <laughs> I was having a memory. I don't. You don't? Why? I don't know. It's just this weird feeling. And then like my stomach is just laying to the side. And it's like, uh, I've been looking at that. I got plenty of stomach. (laughs) Y'all, today (laughs) we have a very special guest. Welcome back to Cocktails Dirty Discussions. We have Lila from Horizontal with Lila. Yeah. Hey, girl. Hey. So you have a podcast about intimacy and everyone's always laying down with you when you record. Mm-hmm. I thought that was very interesting. Do they lie in your bed or? Sometimes. Okay. Sometimes travel to their beds. Oh, do y'all's wow. hands start creeping over? Do, some, do you get a little bit like Does touchy? it end with sex? I have never ended an episode in sex yet. No. <laughs> yet okay do you ever start to cuddle definitely that happens on most times really yeah there's usually some because we need to be right next to each other we're we're already touching arms mm-hmm. and the microphone's right above us and we need to be as close together as we can be for our voices to be picked up equally by the mic how did you come up with that concept so Deciding which version to tell you. (laughs) Tell us the dirtiest version. So in 2014, I moved into a sex-positive intentional community, which is a place where there was a lot of sex education happening, a lot of workshops, a lot of sex parties, a lot of panel discussions. And the kind of conversations that we had when we were just hanging out lying down on the couch. We had two couches in in the third floor living room and we would just stay up late and talk about our personal lives. And it was really deep and raw and it was incredibly educational, but not because we were trying to teach each other, just because we were being incredibly honest. Mm -hmm. And I know, I know that most people do not have access to those kinds of conversations. So I wanted to give people access. But I also know that lying down from, from my sleepover days, and from, you know, just po- post-coital life, I know that it changes the timbre of our voice. I know it changes what we talk about. I know it changes how we feel when we're speaking. and makes it much more likely that we're going to get deep and intimate. Mm-hmm. I love a little pillow talk. So mm-hmm. most of our topics, our discussion today is going to be about intimacy because I noticed that's basically what you talk about. And I think that um, it's incredible. I love intimacy. But before we do that, we are going to talk about a little bit of weird sex. And this guy is weird. So this week's weird sex. You said a man is not a necessity. A man is a luxury. Like dessert. Yeah. 
Man, it's absolutely not necessity. Did you mean that to sound mean and bitter? Oh, not at all. I adore dessert. I love men. I think men are the coolest. But you don't really need them to live. Um, you know, there are some people out here who are looking for intimacy and sex in all of the wrong places. This man literally walked 351 miles to go have sex with this girl. And to see this girl he had been talking to online. Turns out she was a teenager, an underage teenager. And um, he got caught because he wasn't really talking to a young girl. He got met by the police and some FBI agents and ended up going to prison. But I just think it's crazy the links that people will go to meet someone. Like even had she been an adult or whatever, you're going to walk 351 miles? Well, I want to know how long did it take him to get there? I forget how long it took. It took a long time. He was just walking and walking and he would walk and he'd stay at motels and then he'd spend the night and then he would get up and he would walk some more. He had no car. He, he probably that didn't have any said, money. I'm like, get a bus ticket. I am going to get some pussy and I will walk. That's several days. Like 240 is about four hour drive. So 350. That's ridiculous. He said he was going to see her. So um, hopefully next time he visits megabus.com. And find somebody who's of legal age. But that's it for Weird Sex This Week. That was another submission from one of our listeners. Make sure that if uh, you see something that you think is strange and you want me to talk about it on the show, send it to me at Kiki Said So. Okay, so. Why? (laughs) Why? Why he walked? Because he didn't have any money. Pilgrimage. For real. And it was to get some pussy, ultimately. Yeah. I don't know if he thought that uh, they wouldn't be able to track him if he wasn't in a car. I don't know what he thought, but he walked. I think he's probably had some mental issues. I don't know. Um, Didn't look that deep into it. It wasn't in the story, but I just really thought that was so crazy. Pussy Disturbing. Everybody's face is looking like the hell, but it was on the news. Mm. Okay, so we like to play a little game with our guests. So this week we're going to play the scenario game. So we have a couple of scenarios and we're going to tell them to you and then we'll give you a couple of options. It's like multiple choice. And then you pick the one that you would most likely do. All right. All right. Okay, here's the first one. You're dating a guy for a couple of months. You really like him. You bring him around your friends. He pays for everyone's dinner. And you just knew your friends would love him. They all text you right after dinner. And they say, we really don't like your new bae, girl. He's annoying. <laughs> and you could do better. You, A, leave your friends on red and talk to them about it tomorrow. B, call them as soon as you get home to see if something specific happened. Maybe he offended somebody and you just didn't know it. C, Break up with Bay because friends are your everything. Ooh, that's tough because I always talk about how my friends are the loves of my life. But listen, people are going to do whatever they want to do anyway. So A. A. Leave your friends on Reddit. Talk to them about it tomorrow. <laughs> we'll talk about it tomorrow. We'll talk about it tomorrow, ladies. Yeah, people... <laughs> I'm going to do, if I, if I want, I'm going to do that, you know, and, and trust that my friends will tell me later. And if they need to scrape me up off the floor, cause things are bad, then they'll do that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you get a little sprung. Okay. So it's actually only one <laughs> scenario and the other two are, would you rather? Okay. The second one is, would she like uh, better 
sex in your bed or whoever you, or whoever's bed, whoever you're fucking their bed, your bed or their bed. Really depends on the bed, you know? <laughs> Do they have a high quality bed? Can I grab the four posts of this bed? You know, mm-hmm. does it have amazing soft sheets? This sounds like you're, you have an amazing quality bed. And so you would rather <laughs> fuck in your yeah. bed. <laughs> I am not lavish. mad at that. My mattress is amazing. But in New York, I live in a tiny little room because it's New York. And my bed is lofted. So mm. there is no standing. There is no, you know what I mean? Even even oh. kneeling is like dicey. You so, can't even sit up. You might bust your head and have a concussion. Could you imagine falling off? Have you fallen off your bed? You know, somebody like, is asked it far me, dis- I have not fallen off my bed, but I did slip on the way up once. Ooh. I screamed like I have never heard myself scream before. Three of my housemates came running. Whew. Do you like sex in your bed or somebody else's bed? Whoever's bed is nicer. So it's usually their bed. (laughs) (laughs) And I just, it's like, I don't have to be the one changing sheets. I don't have to worry about any of that. If I'm lazy and I don't change the sheets, I don't have to smell you when you're gone. Like I can just, you know, go back to my life. Hi. You know, I do want to say my bed because I would really love it if, Oh, I love to sleep alone. Like I want really good sex and then I want them to leave. Really? <laughs> Why? Because I can't sleep when people touch me. You can't sleep when people touch you. Mm-mm. Oh, wow. I can't. I think I sleep better. I like it, it depends on the person, but most of the time I like being cuddled up. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about legs intertwined and interlocked. Mm-hmm. Wow. I yeah. can do that. She's looking at us like y'all are crazy. And yeah. then I'm like, please go over there and don't touch me so I can sleep. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Last one. Which do you like better? Quick, rough sex or long, intimate lovemaking? Neither. Long, <laughs> intimate fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. Explain. Like, you like it rough, like long, pulling hair. We're getting rough with it. So, absolutely. Yes. I want my hair pulled. I want to be spanked. I want to be thrown around. I want to be wrestled. I want to, yes, you know, yes. But <laughs> it takes time to ramp up to something like that. And I want to start slow. The mm-hmm. best sex I've ever had started incredibly, incredibly incredibly slow so there was an anticipation that was building and building and and i can build to a place where my ability to receive intensity Mm -hmm. is pretty pretty powerful pretty strong right but i can't i can't just like there's no fucking way that we're gonna just get to it like that and it's Mm -hmm. not gonna have you ever had vaginal fissures? Yes. Vaginal what? Like little tears. Fissures, little tears when you are not lubricated enough and you receive some penetration. It hurts. It creates something that feels like paper cuts on your vulva. I've never had that. It's fucking horrible. And if mm. I am not wet enough, I will get that. So I need time. I need it to 
build and then we can build to some intensity and then i want some some aftercare i want some other stuff right i don't want to i don't want like what do you like for aftercare for aftercare Mm -hmm. my favorite and has always been my favorite is super light fingertips all over my body almost Mm -hmm. almost not touching the skin almost Mm -hmm. just touching the hair this will give me chills Mm -hmm. all over i feel so taken care of and sensual i see you are using that imagination i really like when people do those light touches and nibbles on my collarbones it's something about my collarbone area that it literally like i like that my neck the back of my knees the Mm. inside of my like these little pockets yeah. I guess because the skin is so thin right there, mm-hmm. it just feels it feels good, and it's like so sensitive right there. I like hmm, it. I'm not trying to the back of a knee or a crease. A yes, if you're lying down, maybe they lift your leg up and just start kissing like your leg, and they kiss the back of your knee, mm-hmm. and then kiss the ends of inside of your thigh. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it feels good. I'm not trying to try to be intimate too. Because when else does someone touch the inside of your elbow or the back of your knee? Those are parts of you that are not considered erogenous, but they do not get touched. Mm -hmm. It's just like your booty hole. I keep trying to tell you that. (laughs) Let that thing get touched. (laughs) I I did. I listened to you. I let it get touched. And everything is not for everybody. Now, I can handle a finger. Definitely can handle a tongue. But anything bigger than that, like, no. I think everything down there is, um, it's, it's not the right size. I don't know if the growth got stunted or what, but like, I don't like really big penises. I think that my vaginal canal is shallow, so I don't like them to be, they can be girthy, but they can't be too long. And she convinced me to have anal sex. It was a horrible, I thought I was looking out. Like, like, you don't like appreciate it. She tried to coach me through it. She gave me tips. It's just... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, nope. I've only hit it once and I've only been digitally penetrated with a finger once, I think. And it just it isn't what I want. Like it doesn't it doesn't feel good. Like the the sensation is not one that I interpret as pleasure and I'm all about pleasure. <laughs> so I feel I you, girl. Mm-hmm. I mean I don't feel you, but I feel you. Yeah. But that's um, great. Mm-hmm. So we want to get to know you a little bit um, before we get into talking about intimacy. So you have a podcast. Um, you're in Bali. Please tell us why you're in Bali and how long you've been there because I'm jealous. I want to go there so bad. All right. I've been here since the end of January. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. The truth is that I was fucking depressed November and December in New York. New York winters are really hard. And I have seasonal affective disorder. So winter comes around and I just like, and it got so bad that I really wasn't, I wasn't even releasing the podcast anymore. And I was just like, I don't want to do anything. There's nothing I want to do except go to Bali. So (laughs) (laughs) I got a ticket for Bali and I had been saving to come to Bali some frequent flyer miles. So I knew I had that taken care of. And I had some friends who'd recently been here. So I knew I would be connected. Mm-hmm. 
have you still been recording your your podcast in Bali or do you work another job like what I've been recording here you have that's dope yeah I've got my equipment when are you coming back girl I don't know so you might just live in Bali I don't like when so. people do something like this, I'm always curious to know, like, did you get someone to just like, did you sublet, sublease your apartment or? So initially I did. Right. And then there was a fucking global pandemic mm-hmm. and then, you know, there's a lockdown and I couldn't do that. So now there is somebody renting my room mm-hmm. and that gives me a little leeway, but you know, it might turn out that I need to move out remotely. Like that might happen. And mm-hmm. I basically, I'm in this huge question mark unknown, you know? Oh, wow. I don't know how long I'm going to be here. It does not feel like a good idea. Also, it would be incredibly expensive at this point and very difficult to get home, mm-hmm. but it does not feel like a good idea to go back to New York right now. And maybe yeah. not even for, I don't know, a year. I don't know how long it's going to take to feel like it's an okay place to be. I don't know. So that's scary. <laughs> it's like paradise prison. Have <laughs> you been dating in Bali? Yeah. Do you have a sex life in Bali? I don't. I'm sorry to tell you, ladies. Did you pack toys? In eight months. I did not pack toys. Do you not like what sex? What are you doing? Your fingers? <laughs> fingers. Yeah. I don't okay. like vibrators. I don't actually really use toys. I, I do have an enjoy. <laughs> the curved one, you know, mm-hmm. the stainless steel one. I do have an enjoy, but I didn't bring it. It's heavy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Way down your bags. Yeah. <laughs> and I was thinking about my, my luggage weight. So are you just not having sex right now for like, a, are you on a journey to clear your no. mind or you just haven't met any prospects or um, you just got in Bali and stayed there too long? <laughs> so basically... I'm not attracted to 95% of the men here. They're like good vibes only, long hair, no deodorant wearing people. And I'm oh. not into that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People, don't mm-hmm. you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm not into that. It's not gonna, it's not gonna do it for me. And I've met maybe two or three men that I've been attracted to, and they are not interested in me. I am just not, I'm just striking out here in Bali. It's like not a good place for my sex life damn i would have to find somebody i can't do it i can't do it if i'm not into it i just cannot do it i can't get wet i can't get turned on i just like can't i can't do it anymore i, I can do those pictures again one of my talents is that i was literally just telling one of my close girlfriends this cola the other day my pussy gets so wet like even if i just start kissing you even if i don't want to have sex with you if something crosses my mind and I think about something sexual my pussy gets wet as fuck like you will think that I really like you and that might not even really be the case it's just a talent I guess you know what I call that what lucky (laughs) (laughs) do I have a disorder what's wrong with me no I think you're just lucky I think also recently in an episode you 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 said you thought there might be something wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with being a highly sexual person. Nothing at all. I think that might have been you. This I don't that. think there's nothing wrong with having a lot of sex. Well, you said you thought you had a problem in the text, in the group text the other day. You said, I think this is a problem. I, said, I, think I don't it's think it's wrong. Well, I didn't talk about that on the show. 
I I don't think it's a problem having a lot of sex, but I do think it's a problem when it starts to invade my thoughts whenever like I should be focusing on something else. Like I know I have these other projects that I've been working on and I found myself thinking about sex instead of like working on my shit. Like stop masturbating, put the toys away. You need to focus on stuff. But as far as actually having sex, no, I enjoy that a lot. A lot, a lot. And I feel, I mean... (laughs) But I get what you're saying about not meeting people who you're attracted to. So it's like you go through a drought because sometimes that happens for me too. You know, I'm just not that attracted to that many people. And Mm -hmm. so it happens that the percentage of time that I'm attracted to someone and they are available to have sex with me can be low. Mm. Right. Because if you're not attracted to that many humans, a lot of them are going to be taken. A lot of them are going to be unavailable, mm-hmm. you know? So that you need to have mutual attraction for it to work. Have you used yeah. any dating apps out there? I tried when I first got here. I tried. What you okay use? Cupid. I tried okay, okay Cupid. Tinder. And the guys that I found who I found attractive were living in Chenggu, which is just this horrible place it's sort of like if miami were in the meatpacking district does that mean anything to you mm. okay so it's like, <laughs> we're like it's like the the beach culture with the self-obsession and the fitness and the ego of miami mm-hmm. in the snobbery and the so worldly and clubby of the meatpacking district in New York. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, just a whole bunch of things that you don't like. <laughs> a whole bunch of things I don't like. Yeah, the men were there. And I didn't wind up meeting anybody. And nothing went anywhere. There was a lot of people just falling off of the text chain. And it just didn't feel good. And then I actually made a decision about a month and a half into being here that Mm -hmm. I had been pursuing men my whole life. Like whatever I want, I would go after Mm -hmm. any man Mm -hmm. I I wanted, I would pursue. And I decided that I wasn't going to pursue anymore. So I'm not doing it. Do you only date men? I have had a little bit of play with women, but I've never dated Mm -hmm. a woman. So yeah. Would you? I would consider it if I was attracted to someone. So you're open. So it's funny because I have on here. Tell us a little bit about your podcast and your sex life. But you basically (laughs) just told us that your sex life is absent right now and has been for eight months. But before it was absent, do you prefer being dominant during sex? I kind of feel like you do. No, I don't. No. No. What type of sex you'd be liking? Oh, I prefer being submissive. Mm. I I don't want to have to think about it. I want you to just know and and move my body around and uh, yes, just take over, please, so I don't have to think. Physically, what's your type? I like Vikings. Vikings. Yeah. Tall, blonde-haired, blue-eyed, okay. strong, can pick you up and throw you over their shoulder. Vikings. Mm. That was so, like, to the point. Like, you didn't, like... 
was like I a like little Vikings. delayed reaction. Like, wait a minute. She just said Viking. <laughs> um, You've asked me what my type is when I look at men. Uh-huh. When I, when, you know, when I'm like, ooh, meow, then mm-hmm. it, it's that. Now, what happens in real life? Sometimes you don't always get what you want. Lately, I've been meeting men and they're, they're not always what I physically want, but they are fun and really great in bed. There's also plenty of men who look like I think I might want them. And then I get close to them and I smell them and I'm not interested. What do they smell like? Onions. Bad. They just don't smell right to me. Pheromones okay. are a thing. Yeah, they it has are. to be compatible. And I'm a super smeller. So it's a sense that's really developed in me. And so if somebody smells bad to me, I can't do it. I just got back from a road trip, literally just got back from (laughs) driving from Texas, had to drop my brother off, have my dog with me, came here. I'm so glad you can't smell me right now. I smell like a road trip and a puppy. (laughs) I would be so, if you were here, I'd be dipping out the door because I would be (laughs) embarrassed. Lila, have you ever been to a sex party? Mm. And did you participate? Sex parties, yes, yes. What did you think of them? Well, they're all so different, and there's mm-hmm. so many of them that I've been to, and I've also been in many capacities. Right? Okay. So the party I went to, I was giving Thai massage for tips, so I was working, okay. and mm-hmm. I did I did a few of those like that, and then the second one that I went to like that, I I played, and I went into the playroom, and a guy went down on me, and that was amazing because I was watching this beautiful woman get fucked and I was being pleased and I was like this is wow this is incredible so I loved that and then I have been to a lot of sex parties at the house that I was part of the organizing team Mm -hmm. you know so I decided on the theme and the decoration and I've been to sex parties where I led the orientation so I taught people how to be at a sex party People who had mm-hmm. never been to a sex party before. Can you tell us how you should be? Because I've been to sex clubs before and felt uncomfortable. Like literally like walked in and walked out. Just because I did not because the people made me feel uncomfortable, but because I didn't really know how to be. Let's say you go by yourself. Like how to like interact with people. Yeah, so. like the etiquette, I guess. Mm. Well, I've never been to a sex club but I've been to many. Well, that's not true. I've been to NSFW and that's Well, considered- sex party. That's what in is- New York, right? I've heard yeah. of that one, I think. Okay. Yeah, they're, they've gotten a lot of media coverage. They're extremely media savvy. So def- mm-hmm. you've definitely heard of them. Is that the one? Yeah, I heard about them on a, a podcast. To get in. What'd What'd you you say? Say? Is that the one where you have to send a headshot to get in? Yeah. Okay. Mm. Because they're interested in having hot people mm-hmm. only. I get look. <laughs> I get it. Because sometimes you go to them little sex parties, you'd be like, "Yeah, I've been to a sex club twice." Though. True, that is true. But when I went, I was just like, "All right." Mm-mm. I probably felt like how you feel in Bali. I wasn't attracted to anyone. No one was my type, and it was just mm-hmm. like, "Okay, well, I'm just here. Let me just try and enjoy the buffet." And the bar. <laughs> was the food good i i ate a piece of bacon and that's it because i didn't realize it was breakfast i don't really like breakfast so i drank and i enjoyed my cocktails well, lots of tequila sex clubs mm. are opening back up this weekend according to baller Alert. are you going no girl oh. <laughs> <laughs> and one of them is nsfw mm, i well. don't know how i feel about that like 
I don't know how you're going to, a lot of the different companies have to stick to these COVID-19 policies and regulations. And I don't know how you could stay six feet away from somebody in a sex club or even Oak Atlanta. They open, like a lot of clubs open back up. I'm like, yeah, oh. a lot of clubs are open. I'm just like, okay. But like, okay. So just fuck the rules. What's the point of all of that? Yeah, you're not gonna. Like, hey, come at your own risk. If you die, if you get it, that's on you. Do you experience stress or have anxiety or maybe chronic pain? Or do you have trouble sleeping at least once a week? You are not alone. Many of us do. I have been feeling a lot of anxiety. There is so much pressure from all of the new projects that I have, from the projects that I've already had, getting things together, dealing with technical issues every week, day in, day out. There's something and it's really been increasing my anxiety. And when I'm having these flare ups of intense anxiety, it makes it even harder to do my job. It makes it harder for me to live my best life and be happy and just be me. I was searching for anything that would help and I really wanted to go about it the most natural way possible. I've gotten in the gym, started working out more and while that feels good, I was still feeling stressed. I was still feeling anxious and then I started having muscle problems. I'm having joint issues. My sciatica is flaring up again. So many things were going wrong. Then I discovered feels. Feels is a premium CBD product that is delivered directly to your doorstep. Feels naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. Now, I haven't taken enough for it to be effective for my sleeplessness, but I will say that I'm not feeling as sore. If I take a little bit in the morning, I'm able to really focus, knock out my tasks for the day, but with a calming effect. It doesn't doesn't make me feel super hyped up like I would on coffee. And it's a new feeling, but it's a calming focus feeling if that makes sense to you guys. Feels is super easy to take. You just place a few drops of feels under your tongue and feel the difference within minutes. The thing to remember about CBD is that finding your right dose is important and everyone's dose is different. So leave room to experiment over the course of about a week or so. You may need to take more or less to get the effects that you're after. If you're new to CBD, Feels offers a free CBD hotline to help guide your personal experience. Feels works naturally to help you feel better. There's no high, there's no hangover, and most importantly, no addiction. Join the Feels community to get Feels delivered to your door every month. You'll save money on every order and you can pause or cancel at any time. Feels has me feeling my very best every day and it can help you too. As a matter of fact, I want you to go ahead and become a member today by going to feels.com slash cocktails and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash cocktails c-o-c-k-t-a-l-e-s to become a member and get 50% off automatically and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping feels.com slash cocktails well that's the thing is that people are gonna do it regardless right Mm -hmm. they're not gonna keep distant like there's no way after being cooped up like this People are not going to be good with the rules. They're just going to go crazy, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I, well, what, what they're doing there is you can only have, you can only play with the person that you came with and they're doing temperature checks. 
it's really tricky, right? Because we're not going to stay indoors forever. So mm-hmm. true. What, what happens when things start to open is it, I think it's going to be a play at your own risk kind of thing. It's going to be a, a risk assessment. Like everywhere you go is going to be a risk assessment for you. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you're going to then go home and hang out with your grandma, you're going to need to think about that. Facts. What, yeah. What, what your personal comfort level is with that. And that's the thing, right? If it were just you, if it were just me, I, I would, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not concerned. I'm not worried. Mm-hmm. But I actually quarantined here for five weeks. The way that people are quarantining in New York, which not a lot of people did here, because I thought I live in a, I live, there's a family that owns the compound where I live mm-hmm. and I live in their apartments and they have elderly people. Mm. And I thought, well, I can't be bringing anything like unknowingly carrying. Cause that's mm-hmm. what people in our age group are doing unknowingly carrying this to other people. Yeah. And that, you know, that's the, the age range of, of that sex club as well. Mm-hmm. But Dang. But how, I mean, how many precautions are people actually going to take? Even if you got a COVID-19 test the day before, you could then walk into a grocery store and get it. So it's like, you can't guard against everything. Yeah. True. You can't. But what you can guard against is intimacy. That wasn't a good segue. But... (laughs) I'm curious to know how important do you think intimacy is? In your relationships. I think we got to talk about intimacy and the way that I use intimacy is it's the umbrella for everything that is intimate, which includes sex and romance and family and friendships Mm -hmm. and mentorships and business partnerships and co-podcasterships. It includes all of that. Mm -hmm. So it's everything. Intimacy is everything. So before we dive in, I just wanted to let everybody know there are a couple different types of intimacy. So there's experimental intimacy, which an example of that is when people bond during leisure activity. So it might not be sex. There's emotional intimacy when people feel safe sharing their feelings with each other, even uncomfortable ones. So that is something where it could be like a business partnership or a friendship or something like that. Not always sex and um, a romantic relationship. There's intellectual intimacy when people feel comfortable sharing ideas and opinions, even when they disagree. And then there's sexual intimacy, which we really want to talk about today when people engage in sensual or sexual activities. Um, when people use the word intimacy, they're often referring to this type. And then I added in virtual intimacy just because of everything we're going, we're going through yeah, right now. And I know cool. I've been doing a lot of virtual, uh, nasty things but <laughs> I was like, where's she going with this virtual sex if you're counting that i have had some video sex and i did attend a virtual sex party since i've been here so if you're counting that and i hope we that are. we do actually because yeah. our def- sex is really narrow and it's not helping anybody to have mm-hmm. such a narrow definition of sex do you like uh phone sex like the uh, facetime like facetime like with a video oh yeah i love it when's the last time you did it Hmm, two months ago, a month and a half ago. Maybe less. Well, I'm not gonna lie. You know how I used to say I am not with the phone. Yeah, she used to say that. I'd be like, just try it. It's like kind of fun, especially if like the person isn't there. Or even if like, I think even if you're in town with somebody, but you know, sometimes you don't really want the commitment of we're about to hang out and Mm -hmm. be together and all that. I just want to have a three minute. 
Remix. Yeah, I like it. I mean, like, you I can send a video. Me. You can send a video. When I'm masturbating, it only takes me a couple minutes, and I'm done. And then I can roll over and go to bed or watch Queen Sugar or whatever else, wow. whatever else I'm going to do. Now, see, I have not – lately, I have not – I'm not into the video thing. Like, I might send a little boomerang or something, but the video thing makes me nervous. However, FaceTime, or if they don't have an iPhone, Google Duo, I love some FaceTime sex. Like, I literally have been – doing that a lot what do you like more about the facetime versus sending a video i think that i like that it's live it okay. makes me feel like i have an only fans account i can prop the phone up and like put the phone right in my vagina he can like literally tell me exactly what he wants to see mm-hmm. and that just turns me on so that is interactive it's interactive okay. it's it's like only fans i also don't want it to be quick even when it's FaceTime sex, right? Like yeah. I like to edge. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. you like to what? Edge. Edge. What is edge? So you bring yourself just before the point of orgasm, just before the point of no return, and then you cool it down so you can build and build a few times, mm-hmm. and then the crescendo is enormous. Huh. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I can't do that. I need to get it out. You like to edge? sometimes really yeah like um i was having sex uh it doesn't matter when but i was having sex with this guy (laughs) and uh he said that he wanted to use a toy while he was fucking me so i was like okay so he would like use it and then i would like try to push him away like okay this is getting too good and he would stop the toy and then just surprise me and start using it again and it was just like it was just so intense when i finally came Mm -hmm. it's great Yes. I also love surprise, right? That's really, what I love about (laughs) sex is sensation play. Yeah. So I want to be surprised. I want to have a caress followed by a spank. I want to be scratched followed by a soft kiss. Like that feels, that is so good for me. I want my, my system to be on Mm -hmm. high alert because what's going to happen, what's going to happen, you know? I love Mm -hmm. sex wounds. Don't you, you love, love sex? What I love sex wounds. Oh, uh, I don't know if I love them, but I don't mind them. It's just like, well, whatever. Like, especially if there's a good memory attached to it, a good feeling. Mm-hmm. Usually, mine are embarrassing, or it's like I don't know why I have these random bruises on my body. Like you fell off the bed or something? No, I don't know how I get them. Um, probably running into like coffee tables and oh. maybe just being too rough. I bruise very easily. So I typically have lots of bruises all down my legs, but it's just like, well, whatever, you know, it was fun. Getting I do it, I like guess. the memory of that. And that's, that's part of kink play as well is people might, it's not everybody obviously, but mm-hmm. people might create something that you're going to feel tomorrow at work. So you remember them. I love that. And some people can create a feeling that you might feel for the rest of the month because your body is that sore. Do you ever like send a picture like, oh my God, look at this. Look at my ass cheek and this bruise that you left and send it to them. No, no, oh, I've never done that. Do it and see what it says. See, I don't. And that starts a good sexting conversation or, you know, whatever kind of wound, if Mm -hmm. you can see it or you can just tell him Mm -hmm. if it's not like something you can see. Yeah. Yeah. Like you ripped my ass. Yeah. Like I'm so sore. (laughs) (laughs) We're all thinking about it. I'm sitting here like, well. You know what this ice pack is for? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So. Mm. Okay. Intimacy. My bad. 
intimacy. I'm all We're trash. I like it's interesting because I feel like I was thinking about intimacy and I was like, do intimacy, does intimacy really matter? And I was thinking about in all of my relationships, in my friendships, in my work life, family, obviously romance and sex. And I, I noticed I need to be able to have some type of connection for this to be a good flowing relationship, no matter what it is. You know how sometimes just how we were just talking you were like I can't have like a quick quickie Mm -hmm. there have been times when I have had like a quick one night stand quickie and it's just because the connection that we had instantly that's happened to me a lot in my life where that intimacy is is um brought to the table very quickly like I see you in the club or I see you at a bar we lock eyes and there is just this intimate connection that has been made without even a conversation yet and so then when the conversation happens it's like oh my gosh and then you touch me and then I'm like oh shit and then we have sex and it's like a a, a whole relationship that has literally been how most of my relationships start and they are full of intimacy so I'm curious to know are most of your relationships intimate like do you have a lot of intimacy in your relationships sexual we don't need to talk about friends Oh, so you're talking about just that one. You mm-hmm. you named four types of intimacy. You're talking about the one, right? Yeah. Since we are sexual, we get, we don't got that much time. So I don't have sex unless there's sexual intimacy. That's what I was telling you before. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not gonna do it if I'm mm-hmm. not into it. If I don't feel it, I I won't do it. I'm not in my early twenties anymore. I don't mm-hmm. do that shit. I I don't I don't want to. <laughs> when they leave, I don't want to be like, ugh. What did I do? Yeah, it's not fun. It's not fun. It's horrible. Also, I wanted to talk about the sexual orientation demisexual. Have you heard of that? No. I have, but I don't know what it is. can't remember. Demisexual is when somebody needs a connection, and usually an emotional connection, in mm-hmm. order to feel aroused. So there are people who are like that, who actually mm-hmm. just can't get turned on until they have the emotional connection. Now, I don't, I'm not, I'm like a gray demisexual. I'm like sort of on the spectrum because Uh it doesn't have to be emotional. And it also is not about time because like you, Medina, I can meet someone and be like, this is it. We are Mm -hmm. in it. I'm I'm into it. Or it can be an intellectual connection. There has to be some kind of connection Mm -hmm. for me to want it. Otherwise I just don't want it. Yeah, I understand. Do you need intimacy, Kiki? Yes. Um, but different kinds. Um, it just kind of depends. Like, with me and sex, um, I think it's important that I feel comfortable to, if it's like a just sex thing, like we're just fuck buddies, There's there may not be like a deep emotional connection. We're not using a lot of verbal communication, but we do need to feel comfortable enough with each other to where we're not shy to touch and not shy to feel each other and not shy to like physically be close because sometimes that can be a thing too. And um, that's really important to me when it comes to the sexual intimacy, just being able to physically be close. It's a bonus if there's more than that and we're able to use our words too, but it's not a requirement. I don't always see words. So when you say like friends with benefits, which Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure we've all had, do you think that, fuck, my whole mind just went, don't you hate when you have something? It's been a long day. Like I had it in the oven. Okay. So, okay. Friends with benefits. Yeah. What does sexual intimacy mean to both of you? Because I think it means something different to everybody. I think for me, sexual inti- sexual intimacy means that we are able to connect on another level. 
um, you know what I need, what my body needs, and I know what your body needs. And it almost just comes natural. You don't have to ask me any questions and I don't have to ask you any questions. But what's the other level? Isn't yeah. that what do you so, mean? sexual level? Like when you say you guys can connect on another level, what what is the connection that you're- Are we talking about sexual that? intimacy? She's yeah, asking yeah. what you mean, like what your what your idea of sexual intimacy is because everybody has a different idea. So when you say another level, is it like- I think it's you can take my body out of this world, like my my mind, my soul. It's literally, like you said, for me, it's not time. It's like you can just take my body and my spirit and my mind to a whole nother level. Um, I don't know what the level is. It's, for me, it's hard to explain it. It's a feeling. So you need to feel, in order to feel sexually intimate, you need to feel transcendence. You need yes. to feel like there's something more than two bodies in a room. There's something else. There's something energetic or there's something transcended. Cosmic. That was the best way to describe. Tra I need to feel transcended. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Lila. Um, <laughs> for me, I think the intimacy is it's like um, if I feel comfortable, I guess, if I feel at ease, if I feel relaxed and I feel open, whether, and it needs to be that plus it needs to be in a sexual nature. So whatever we're talking about, it, ideally it would be something that would arouse me or it doesn't even have to be something that would arouse me, but yeah, hopefully we're going down that lane. And I want to, um, as far as touch goes, I want to feel aroused. I want to feel closer to you. Like, I don't need a friendly, like church hug, you know, <laughs> embrace, like hold me tight, <laughs> squeeze me a little bit. You know, I, I really want to be very close. The words, I want you to say things that make me feel good, that make me feel confident. Not like, Beautiful. oh, you're so smart, but you know, some nastier things. You know, like uh, that's intimate like, to me. Like Once we reach that level, um, I'm very like, bad, <laughs> very bad with the words. Me, that's why I'm like, okay, the physical thing is my thing, but like you, they tell me things. Um, I can't think of an example, but if I think of one, I'm gonna say it. I'll probably blurt it out like I have Tourette's or something. But um, it's important for me to feel those things so that I feel comfortable. If I don't, I may have fucked you. Once, twice, maybe three times. But after that, it won't happen again. Probably never call you again because it's like I try to give people chances, you know, because sometimes you don't get it that first time. When you do, that's great. Fireworks, right? But sometimes it ta it does take time for me um, to build up to um, a good level of intimacy, sexual mm -hmm. intimacy for me. What? Well, you said that, you know, it's important for you to have that emotional connection. I get that. I think sometimes I have multiple personalities or something. No, yeah. yeah. No, oh, no, you don't You don't need an emotional connection? No, I need some kind of connection. Oh, okay. And sometimes it is purely animalistic, physical, fuck me, oh, my God, bodies, bodies. Like, mm -hmm. your body feels so good in my body. I mm -hmm. just want, like, more of your body. You know, sometimes it's it's just physical. Mm -hmm. But it but that feels connected because if the if the pleasure is really free flowing, that means that person is listening. Their body is listening to my body. Mm -hmm. So I feel connected to them. 
Can you feel connected or in, can you get intimate with someone without kissing them? I was talking to one of my girlfriends last weekend and she told me how like when she has sex with people, she doesn't want to kiss. Ever? Ever. And I was just like, unless she's in love. And I was just like, I don't know how somebody can, whether it's, we, it's a one night stand, you my whole boyfriend, we just met each other. I need, we need to be kissing. Like I can't start anything without kissing. If I don't, I kind of feel like a sex worker. Yeah. Can, so you're asking me if I can get sexually intimate without kissing. Without kissing. Let's say you're about to, you're in a moment with a man and he doesn't want to kiss you. Fuck no. No, no, we kissing, kissing has to happen. I don't have to kiss. You don't? Mm -mm. I mean, I prefer it, but Mm -hmm. I don't have to. Like certain men, I don't want to kiss them and I won't. You don't want to kiss them? What makes you not want to kiss someone? Mm -hmm. I kissed them before I didn't like the way they kissed, but I like the way they had the rest of the sex is fine. Hmm. You can kiss something else, but I don't need you to kiss my mouth. I don't really like how you kiss. Um, yeah and I can do it without it but it's like mm, I can never date you (laughs) like it'll just be sex like it it couldn't be deeper than the physical part of sex I'm trying to think of a time when somebody wasn't a good kisser and yet they were a good lay and I I don't think I can think of one Mm, I only know one okay okay (laughs) so this is a this is no, it's not common. This is one time, one specific person who I'm thinking of, but you know, it's whatever. Okay. I have the other ones that uh, we can we can kiss a lot. So you have an anomaly, is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. It's happened. and not in a good way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. And then like, um, I have had conversations with friends where they feel like, okay, if they kiss somebody that they're just sleeping with, it makes it too close i'm like well you're already fucking him what <laughs> now you want to draw the line at kissing i don't That's pretty woman shit i'm huh? not i don't know I... yes it's you're weird to me him. it's like if you don't like kissing okay but if you like kissing and you don't want to do it because this man isn't your boyfriend that's always just kind of weird yeah, to he's me. Yeah, putting his cock in your pussy so and we might have a baby hello Mm-hmm. Or I can use condoms. Take a break. Yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> Do you have children? No, no, and I never plan to. Hmm. Same. I have never once in my life felt the desire to have children. I like to nurture adults. Mm. Hmm. I like to nurture adults. I will nurture my dog. Um. Okay, I guess should we move on to Indecisive Diane? Sure. So we're going to move on to Indecisive Diane, and when we come back, we will have Lila help us with some advice. Would you stop thinking about what everyone wants? Stop thinking about what I want, what he wants, what your parents want. What do you want? What do you want? It's not that simple. What do you want? What do you want? Okay, Diane, what cute date idea do you have for us this week? Hey, ladies. Okay, so listen, there's this place. It's called Slim and Husky's Pizza Beeria. 
You are gonna love it if you go here. It's literally, it's so cute. They play nothing but hip hop and R&B. Their pizza is to die for. I don't even like beer, but their beer is good. What did you have when you went? I had the smoking herb pizza. Oh my God, it has white sauce. It has smoked salmon. You can get smoked chicken. It's amazing. It's to die for. I think I've heard of it. Is it black owned? Yes, it's black owned. Literally on Howell Mill. Here's the address. It's 1016 Howell Mill Road, Atlanta, Georgia. They open at 12 p.m. I think they close around 8. You're going to love it. Thanks, Diane. No problem, ladies. Bye. Oh, wait. But just can I tell you that I have a character called Gertrude, and Gertrude is very similar to Indecisive <laughs> Diane. Oh, my and God. I just wanted you to know. I wish Gertrude I would have known part that. Of my life. <laughs> what? What? I love it. I'm sorry. Did you say something? <laughs> Okay, well. I love it. Okay, so now we're back and it's time for advice. Remember, if you would like us to answer any of your questions, email them to us at askcocktails at gmail.com. That's A-S-K-C-O-C-K-T-A-L-E-S at gmail.com. Do you have one pulled up? I do. Okay. So this one says, should I give him a chance? Question mark. She says, hey, ladies. So I'm highly sought after. I'm a highly sought after beautiful 27 year old woman who has learned the true power of the pussy in the last year. Mm. I have a strong team right now built with men of all kinds, uses and levels who each keep me at my best because they are in their mid 30s and are of high quality. One of the men is fine as hell and he knows it. Unfortunately, we only have sex and nothing else. He would be described as the guy who you two mentioned is a dick demon in Atlanta. I think you said, I think it's voodoo dick. Mm -hmm. Um, Getting women to fall in love with his peen so he can pay them, so he can pay them dust. Uh, I used to be salty, but now I don't blame him. LOL. I would like to know what you guys think is the best way to go about dealing with one of these guys. Like, what is the end game? Find the very best woman possible or stay a player forever until he settles with a good doormat. My question is really about my least favorite guy who, ha- <laughs> that was a whole other question. Okay. My question <laughs> I'm is. I'm going to forget. I'm going to forget too. You want to answer that part and then I continue? Ask that question again. I already forgot. She wants to know, what, what do you think is the best way of dealing with a voodoo dick type of dude? Use them for the dick, and that's it. Boundaries. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta have boundaries with something like that. Because otherwise, you can get emotionally involved. You're gonna get hurt. He's not gonna give you anything. There's a couple kinds of womanizers, right? There's the lyrical womanizer who's like looking for this ideal woman, and all the women and all the women come up short. And for that man, nobody's ever gonna be good enough. And there's the epic womanizer who just loves women. And so there's nothing that can displease him because variety is what turns him on. And you're also not going to snag that one either. That one's even not going to be you, Even if the womanizer, even if Voodoo Dick gets a Voodoo Dick gets married, I feel like he he gonna cheat on the wife. Yeah, He's I mean, my Voodoo Dick already told me like it doesn't matter. Good <laughs> thing y'all don't know who that is, but yeah. And I was like, okay, now hold on, we do have some boundaries. But yeah, you cannot, um, you can't be stalking this person. You can't get too invested in their life. You can talk to them and you can have conversations, and you probably can't handle it. But if you can handle, it, you can check. Like that. You can check in on them. And be like, hey, how you doing? You know, I thought about you today. But I know what I do. It always goes back to sex. Stay focused. 
<laughs> if this is somebody you're fucking always bring the conversation back to sex, you don't call them and ask about their mother. Mm-hmm. Can you tell them happy birthday? You can tell them happy birthday and then ask for a dick pic or something, you know, or uh, reminisce about fucking him or invite him over to fuck or go over to his house or something like that. I just would always bring it back to sex because you're going to forget. You're already caught up because you wrote you us wrote a letter. You wrote a letter, mm-hmm. girl. Mm-hmm. I guess you can't be going on dates. Reel it back in. Reel it back in. <laughs> So then her second question is really about my least favorite guy who happens to have deep pockets and is head over heels for me. He doesn't have the looks, body, or swag of guy number one, but he loves to spend and wants to give me the world, especially since we were friends before the money. He thinks I'm perfect, does whatever I ask, and jumps at the chance to spend time together. My sister's advice... My sisters advise me that he is a keeper. I haven't even let him touch me yet. Am I tripping? Should I wife him up now or keep playing the field? I'm afraid to fully settle for a while, but I feel like I should have a plan and know my long and know my long game. I do feel annoyed and discouraged at times because I'm not sexually attracted to him like I am number one. But I do know that number one isn't fully my fairy tale type. His dick is and his mind. But I feel deep down he would never love me the way Deep Pockets does or even court me for that matter. Everyone thinks I'm nuts for loving number one so much. Loving. Oh, wait. For loving number one so much. But I can't help it. He just (laughs) does it for me, though. Our chances of ending happily ever after are slim to none. What would you guys do? Remember that I'm young. Keep a good balance, have fun, and see where things go like I have been. Or give Deep Pockets the time and attention he's been chasing me for and treated me like a queen instead of chasing the heart of lucky player number one. Girl, you know what you should do. You literally just said it. Leave number one alone. You No, leave the other one Leave number two alone. Leave Deep Pockets alone. Mm-hmm. You're gonna make deep pockets miserable, and he doesn't deserve that. So you need to leave him the fuck alone. You <laughs> you're about to take advantage. You're tr- you, all you said about him was he was your friend first, and now he has money, and he, and he didn't have it before. And yeah, but you're talking about you love this man who wouldn't even court you, but you know the other one would. But you're still battling between the two. You don't want deep pockets. Send deep pockets to info at kikisayso.com. <laughs> and then you go on and you go talk to, uh, you know, the first one that you're in love with and see how that goes. And good luck to you and good luck to me. <laughs> good That's luck right. to both of y'all. <laughs> It always happens like that, though. Bitches always want to fall for the one that you know you don't need to fall for. And then the guy who's going to treat you right, you don't even want him texting you. You're so annoyed. You, yeah, so I think you should you leave the one alone. Um, I mean, it could be or she could just really not be interested in him. And she's trying to seek a come up. She not, likes what he has to guy, offer. Always oh. going for the number one guy. Oh, yeah. I wonder if that's self-sabotage and it comes from not feeling good enough. You know, so you're going to chase after somebody who's never going to give you what you want because you don't think you actually deserve what you really want. That could be it. That mm-hmm. could be it. I feel like a lot of times with me is the number ones normally be fine as fuck. And I'm starting to learn that I truly don't care about looks. And sometimes you see these gorgeous men with great sex that don't treat you right. Um, and you just fall for it because they look so good. <laughs> I'm learning. Yeah, it's like a spell. I'm really learning how to not do that because you will have your heart broken. I can't deal with voodoo dick type people. I'll have my heart broken and I'll be sad sitting in the bathtub. So I've been really trying to dig a little bit deeper and learn a little bit more about people before I fall because I'll be sprung. Lila, I will be sprung. Are you really, Medina, able to look at a man, find him ugly or find him unattractive 
and see underneath to the possibility of being sexually attracted to him and being in a relationship with him. I mean, I would love to say that I can do that. And I do have a friend who can do that. And she's one of the most gorgeous women I've ever met. I'm actually going to connect you to her because she would be an amazing guest. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Tiana's she's able to look past the exterior, really. And I I I think it's hard to do. I think with those situations... Um, at least in my experience, it takes more time. They they do start off as friends because no I'm not because I wouldn't look at you that way because I wasn't physically attracted to you initially. So it's like I would never even think of you in that boat. But then it's like okay, you can get to know somebody, and then maybe you can look past their funny looking mouth or something. Unless you have a connection with them. And you do just look, I just recently had something like that happen where like the dude was funny okay. and something really funny. And it was like, all of when a sudden you first it was met like, him, you got to experience mm-hmm. the funny. Okay. Got to experience like him as a person. And it wasn't like I walked in and it was just saw something, you know, sometimes you see somebody fine and you're just like, Oh my God, he's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't care about nobody else in the room. It wasn't like that. Like, <laughs> yes. Come here. So sometimes somebody's personality can snatch that soul. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. You have an advice. But for I that? still want to want mm-hmm. to look at them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't want to be closing You don't want to be scared eyes. in the middle of the night. Right. Well, I said, look. <laughs> I said what I said. I said what I said. <laughs> okay, next one. This one says 18 and underappreciated. Help. <laughs> okay. Hey, guys. My name, I'm not going to say it. I'm 18 and I have made something of myself. I work at a really good job. I have my own car and I recently just moved into my own place. I'm living my best life. However... I have a boyfriend that is 21. He's a college student still living at his parents' house. And and he stays posted up in my crib, like Uh literally all day. At first, I was like, there's nothing wrong with with some in-house dick. Plus, I enjoyed his company. Next time, I need you to proofread this. Okay. You know how it is living living alone and being lonely. But here's the thing. He's He isn't paying any bills or putting up anything towards the household needs when he's basically living here rent free. Mind you, he does work. So it's not like he can't contribute. I live in Seattle and it's super expensive. I'm paying $1,800 for rent. What should I do ladies? Like I can't even get into all the things I've done and bought for him. I feel so unappreciated. Break up with him. She's too young to know the song scrubs, right? (laughs) It well, it's a classic. Yeah, it's a Look classic TLC. Yes. Look that up, um, girl. He's taking advantage of you. You should feel unappreciated, and you need to give him the boot. Put him out. That's not give cool. Ultimatum. It's yeah, like you, you pay this month's rent. You've been freeloading for this amount of time. You pay this month's rent, or you're out in two weeks. Or tomorrow. Or now. <laughs> Get Actually, I, threw, I put your stuff out. Go ahead and go. Did you see that box when you walked in? That <laughs> was left, yours? To the left. The, no, you got to go. I don't Everything I, I bought in a box to the left. In a box to the left. <laughs> I don't really have a lot of tolerance for that type of behavior now. No matter how <laughs> fine you are. You got to go. That's not cool. That's not cool. It's not. I mean, like, damn, does he even say thank you? Jeez Louise. Uh, but whatever story if someone's going through a hard time they just lost their job and you're helping them out because i would expect in any kind of relationship what you 
what you have to offer, you offer. And then when you don't have something to offer and if the other person has it, they offer it to you because that's relationshiping. But mm-hmm. he's got a job. He needs to contribute. There's no excuse for that. Yeah, that's yeah. rude. That's not cool at all. Sis. Tell us how this goes. Tell us how it happens. Mm-hmm. I want to know. Okay, do you have another one? Um, no, I don't. I actually just logged out. Okay, so that's it for the advice. Remember, if you ever want to send us some advice, email it to us. Again, the email address is askcocktails at gmail.com. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Fuck em, fuck em, fuck em. But if we ain't got a buck, I won't cut em. Spend a hundred on me, you ain't nothing. Run a double piece. Now it's time for the last part of the show, and it's the cocktails. So if you would like to share one of your sexual confessions that you can't tell anybody else, or maybe you did and you just want to share it with us too, um, send it to us at cocktails at ATL at gmail.com. That's C-O-C-K. T-A-L-E-S dot A-T-L at gmail.com. So do you have a spicy cocktail for us today? Do I? Of course I do. I can't wait to hear it. And I love when we start with the guest. So fresh. So I was just out of a relationship, a year-long relationship, and I wanted to celebrate my freedom Mm-hmm. And you know how a lot of women have a fantasy of having a consensual gangbang. Mm-hmm. That's not exactly my thing. But I definitely have had fantasies where I'm like the Grecian empress or goddess or whatever. And I have all these boys in their 20s feeding me grapes and massaging me with oil and all this. So what I wanted to know was, what do you call a gangbang that's not about penetration. That's not about fucking. And there isn't a word for that. So we made one up. My friend, Morel and I made up a word for this. I think it was hers to begin with. And it's called a saturation. So when there are multiple people focusing on giving one person sensation play, which is what I love, right? Like I love temperature play. I love Flogging, spanking, we talked about that. Biting, hair pulling. I love to have the the oral sex. I love to have somebody whisper a sexy story in my ear. I love to switch switch between the sensations. I love to be tied up. I love to be restrained. I love to struggle. So sensation play, hot wax. Sensation play was what I wanted. And so I picked five people in my life, three men, two women. And we did a doodle poll to see when everybody could be available. We found a time when everybody was going to focus their sexy attention on me mm. for a saturation. And my friend Morel, who was my, the very first guest on my podcast, curated it and she led everybody. So I created a menu mm-hmm. of sensory delights that had appetizers. This is not real food, right? This is the, these are the sexy acts, right? So appetizers, salad, entrees, and dessert. And all of the things that I wrote on that list, on that menu, everybody who was there was welcome to do to me. So I could completely relax because there was nobody that I didn't want to do any of those things with. 
what was on the menu? Oh, wow. I mean, I'd have to pull it up, but there was, there was spanking, there was restraint, there was oral sex, there was hair pulling, there was feathering, there was, that's so cute. There was, there was the sexy story in my ear. I asked everybody to prepare a sexy story to tell me that was amazing. Oh my God. That was so good. So at one point, one of the men was going down on me and using, no, they used the enjoy before. So after they finished with the enjoy, one man was going down on me. One man was caressing and biting my nipples. One man was kissing me and then occasionally telling me a story the women were watching and oh my god there was it was sensory because it's just like when you have a four-handed massage you can follow two hands you can't follow six you just so you just have to surrender and expand into pleasure in order to experience something like that and i'm always worried about taking care of the other person, making sure they're receiving pleasure. And they didn't let me do that. So I just had to receive. So they would just bring me back to receiving. I'd be like, are you okay? They'd be like, no, we're focused on you now. And that, that was so incredible. It was the most beautiful challenge to just receive the sexual and sensual attention of five people at the same time. Ooh. And it wasn't even like you said there was no penetration or anything like that. There was penetration with a toy and with fingers, I think, but there was no, yeah, no P and V. And then afterwards, one of the things I had on my dessert menu was butter melting on bread. So you just like drape your whole body over the person and just melt. And so I did that to everyone in turn in the Mm -hmm. line of five people as they were lying down next to each other facing up. Mm. I really want to try having someone whisper a sexy story in my ear. Mm-hmm. I think I would like that. Ooh, I'm gonna you've never have, had that? Mm-hmm. I want you to have that. I'm going to tell somebody to do that to me next week. Okay. <laughs> that was a detailed cocktail. Thank you, Lila. Thank you, girl. I also yeah. love to hear stories about people's sexual exploits, about other people that they have sex with. And I do, too. I like to see it if I can as well. I've never done that either. So what do you do? You're just like, hey, tell me about the last person you fucked. Mm -hmm. Or tell me, like, I was like, have you ever tried this? I want you to do this. And if if he says yes, and I'm like, okay, so when you did it before, how did it go? Is this a phone call or this is like while you're in the bedroom? It doesn't matter. It's been on the phone. It's been through text message. FaceTime, in person, Mm. or like if they tell me the story and I'm not physically there when they come over, I'm going to say, okay, so remember when you told me you did X, Y, and Z to Mm. whoever, I want you to do it to me, but make it better. Mm. Mm -hmm. Or do this different. I didn't really like that. You know? Yeah. You know? (laughs) Oh, and because I had told Morel about that fantasy with the grapes and everything, Mm -hmm. she had me wait in my room and two of the men shirtless came upstairs with these huge feathers mm-hmm. and feathered me down and fed me strawberries and then brought me downstairs to the space where the rest of them were waiting for me. And then they Ooh. put me in a throne chair and the, one of them was like, 
kissing and biting my feet. One of them was massaging my leg. One of them was pulling my hair. Just, whew. Mm. Mm, sounds good. Um, okay. <laughs> so next, do you have a cocktail? I am going to read a cocktail. Hopefully I have a cocktail for y'all next week because I have a little spicy weekend coming up. Okay. So I'm going to read one. This one says, hey, ladies, I absolutely love the show. You can call me dumbass because as far as dumbass attacks go, I feel like my situation takes the cake. Last year, I began podcasting and public speaking. As you know, in this realm of entertainment, you meet some cool people. Let's call this Demon Red Beard. <laughs> demons and voodoo we live in everybody's on demon time right now we've been right? locked up too long we live in two different states we met online last march and he was everything charming and handsome with a lot to teach me given his given he's an indie podcaster with some years in fast forward to when he was hosting his live show in dc this was our first time actually seeing each other in person but no one knew we were talking so during the entire event we played it cool after the after party he came back to my hotel room and we had beautiful sex the slow moans the whispers in each other's ears the dirty talking it was beautiful i started to like him even more and more and more a few months later, we ended up seeing each other again for this for his summer live show. And that sex was fire. He fucked me so good. Hard slaps to the ass, choking me with both hands, shocking behind, shocking behind my legs with a wand. It was so good. This email could be super fucking long with the details to this situation. Um, I'm about to list the wait. This email could be super fucking long with the details to these situations I'm about to list that define why I was so damn dumb. But to save time, I'll I'll keep the spared details. In Atlanta, something happened at the af at the after event my bestie and I hosted for him where him and his girlfriend got into it because another girl had said that her and Redbeard were dating. It was a shit show. I had no idea he had a whole girlfriend. It gets worse. In the time after ATL, I found out, one, he's married, two, his studio is paid for by all the women he's either currently sleeping with or has finessed, three, he was telling our close circle of friends that I was a groupie and he needed to be protected from me while telling me how he wanted to go half on a kid and how I should move to his state to be closer to him. Four, he lies about relatives dying to get out of coming to events to support. Five, he recycles his nudes. This lit, this really hurt. Six, the girlfriend from ATL was way more serious than he made her out to be. Seven, he's a fucking narcissist. Eight, he's a self-centered, he's self-centered with his looks. Nine, he's a fucking liar. I could go on, but basically that's my cocktail. Signed, never trust a red beard and a smile. That was a sad one. Dang, we need to get out of quarantine. This is like this. I hate that that happened to you. That's really unfortunate, uh, ma'am. It is. Uh, stay strong in the struggle. Stay strong in the struggle because the struggle going to stay strong on you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now for my cocktail. Mine is embarrassing. So once upon a time, not long ago, I was a hoe. I'm just playing. <laughs> no, not. Okay. But uh, once upon a time, I was having sex with this guy and... Um, Okay, I'm telling you this because it's important. I don't know what kind of diet I was on. I don't know. Maybe it's the same one I'm on today. But I was a little constipated, right? So I started taking um, fiber pills. And I was eating a lot of broccoli and some other things. Well, it turns out those things were making me very gassy. Mm -hmm. 
suffering from a lot of flatulence. So I took a couple of charcoal pills um, because I read somewhere like that will help with the gassiness and soak it up and everything. And I knew this guy, um, I was going to see him later and I definitely plan to have sex because that's really all we do is eat and have sex. So um took the pills we're having sex and everything is great, right? And I'm getting really into it. I feel comfortable. Like I don't feel gassy in my belly. I'm feeling comfortable. I'm feeling confident. Everything is great. So then I decide I'm going to ride him, right? So everything's going good. I'm feeling real confident because I only do that when I'm feeling real confident, real comfortable. The sexual intimacy is up here, right? So <laughs> everything is great. I decide I'm going to turn around. I'm going to do the reverse cowgirl today. Then I'm going to bend over a little bit, right? Like forward towards his feet. Y'all, I farted so damn loud. It just came out of nowhere. (laughs) And I felt like it was going to stink given what I ate. I don't know. I, I didn't look back because I was too embarrassed. I don't know if he had his face covered in a pillow or why he didn't smell it. I was holding my breath because I wanted to die right then. Um, but he heard it, of course, because it wasn't a silent killer. It was loud. It was like, I can't even make my lips do it long enough, but it was a long one. Like if it was a continuous fart, maybe I can find a sound effect that sounds similar. He was like, damn, that queef was loud as fuck. And I was like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) so it it wasn't stinky. I don't know. I mean, I didn't smell it. He didn't say anything about it, but I just felt like it stank. But have you ever just felt like you're just so embarrassed and shocked with stuff that you you don't know what's going on? So I don't, it probably did stink, Medina. He might have had his face under a pillow. I couldn't look at him. I could just hear him like I'm facing his feet. But that's what he said. You know, that's my story. Hopefully he doesn't watch this till the end. Maybe he won't remember it's him. He could have just been being nice. He could have been nice. because That's I do think nice. he's a nice. But I mean, we fart. Everybody farts. It happens. Like when everything is. Are you going to end there. this moment because of a little poot or big old poot? <laughs> is that what you're going to end it over? Now you don't want to have sex anymore. Now you want to. You want me to go home? You want your dick sucked? Doubt it. Hmm. As many times as I've been embarrassed, I can't think of a time they sent me home in the middle. Maybe after, but not in the middle. But yes, that's my cocktail. That was a great cocktail. Mm. Lila, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I apologize for my attire. Like I said, I just got back from a road trip. I am tired as fuck. I can't wait to go get in the bed. Please let our listeners know where they can find you. If you have anything coming up, now is the time to share it. All right, babies. You can find me at horizontalwithlila.com, horizontalwithlila on Instagram, Facebook, I have a weekly email that I send out and I'm going to be part of a virtual intimacy retreat that's coming up on July 10th that has all kinds of things, including my workshop, which is 20 emotional release techniques, because I feel like we need that right about now. Mm -hmm. And also play parties and erotic massage and all kinds of stuff. So all of that stuff, um, can they find out more information about it on your website? I'll put it up. Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate it. And make sure you guys check out her website, her Instagram, the podcast, the newsletter, everything. And until next week, you guys, goodbye. goodbye. I'm sorry. 
but the person you called has a voice mailbox that has not been set up yet. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.